my dear friend, colleague and neighbour has just walked in and given me the best eyeball to eyeball look and said, we need to do a podcast. So this is the moment we pushed record. When we started talking about mindsets, what was the stuff that appealed to you the most about what we were talking about? I think it was the transformational side of it that so much of what we learn in the world feels like it has to be complex and big and hard and difficult and as we were talking it it was really simple it was it was simple in the sense of quite natural um a minor shift uh, that would lead to wonderful transformation in our life. Coupled with the fact that after our conversations, I felt like wonderful things were happening all around me. <laughs> <laughs> I should charge you for that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, look at this. I'm invited. I want joy and, and peace and wonderful things and creativity and beautiful people into my life. Uh, and they're they're coming. So it just felt so powerful, so powerful. Welcome to The View Looks Good with Ander Passos and Kim Van Niekerk. So I, I wanted to be able to uh, share this further and maybe I can start by asking you the question of what is it that you were, what seeds were you planting with me um, in the beginning that, that you are nurturing and growing and leading to transformational leadership? Oh, such a good question. What seeds? I think, do you know that it just can be different? Like we have grown up around ideas of leadership that are very, very alpha male, uh, very extrovert, um, strong, quite controlling. Um, if you look at fairly traditional leadership, it's uh, quite carrot and stick. If I offer you a big enough incentive, you will perform like a good dancing monkey that you are. Um, and I do it so you achieve, achieve, achieve. Yeah. And, you know, every now and again, you come across someone who's met somebody who's not led like that, who has been inspirational, who somehow, you know, it's, it's going to sound super cheesy, but who gets under your skin and makes your soul come alive a little bit and you know you can kind of look at the history books and people can point fingers you know Marcus Aurelius as someone might you know my brother always mentions his name he's like where are the Marcus Aureliuses of the world <laughs> um it's it's the voice that Mandela had it's and it, it does exist as a voice in some of our organizations but it's so infrequent that we find it but that voice exists in every single person 
I, I have absolutely no doubt in my body that every single person walks around with that ability to, to inspire and to lead from that place. And not only just inspire their teams, but to make decisions and to strategize from a place that it is truly, you kind of look back and you go, how on earth did you know that that was the right thing to do in that moment? It fit, it's, we've used this word a lot, this idea of leading from your intuition, but not something that feels fluffy, something that is a deep inner knowing wisdom of this feels absolutely the right thing for us to do in this moment. And so I guess the seeds I was sowing was, this is an untapped resource that leaders all over the place sit with and are not using yet. And it isn't in fact difficult to get there. Mm -hmm. It's actually a very playful route to getting there, to, to remembering that part of ourselves and finding that voice. And for each person, it's a slightly different journey to getting there, but everyone has a route back. And I think the excitement for us in the work we're doing is uh, tempting people back into finding it and the excitement of how, what will their journey be back mm. to finding that voice that they inherently have. And then, I mean, there is a bigger ultimate excitement of what does the world begin to look like when you've got more people leading from that place? Mm -hmm. When their organisations are trickling down this sense of possibility mm. and we don't have to work and burn out to have success and you can turn up for work and it can feel like so much fun. Mm -hmm. And it isn't um, light in the t sense of there's stuff to be done and there are challenges, but it's light in the sense of certainty that we'll overcome them. Um, and the seed for me, so with, with you, was hopefully a certainty that this was one of the coolest things you could be doing, because I really wanted to be doing it with you. <laughs> um, and I do feel like that. I feel like this is the coolest thing that's out there. Mm. Everyone's got their thing that they think is cool, right? Yeah. But this is just genuinely so exciting. So I think that's yeah, yeah. what it was. And you know, uh, there's, there's this energy that people bring into the room and I'm sure you felt it and we've spoken about it is that sometimes you can be in a room with people and oh, you just want to create, you mm. want to you wanna be there, you, you um, more... Um, mainstream things will talk about psychological safety and multipliers uh, by Liz Wiseman and you know and Amy Edmondson for psychological safety to give them their kudos yeah <laughs> uh, and that energy is powerful mm. and that comes from when we ourselves are in a balanced space so my next question to you is what is the the core of having that beautiful energy, that wisdom, that voice, how do we get there? We understand ourselves on a new level. And the beauty now is that neuroscience has given us a platform to understand this in a way, in a completely new way. You know, the 
the foundations of everything that we are teaching is based in polyvagal theory. It's this new understanding that, you know, we've always traditionally known that we've had different nervous systems and those, the nervous system of free state and the nervous system of fight flight, the very traditional ones, but we've, we've not understood that that plays out every single moment in our working lives, that when you're in a bit of free state, that is, it's that nervous system that's making you procrastinate and avoid conversations and wish things were not happening that are and resist realities and want to avoid your inbox and your to-do list. And your fight flight is the one that gets you micromanaging as a, a manager, worrying that things aren't getting done, stepping in, taking over, asking for more to be done than that is really necessary to be done, putting in way too many systems and processes. Mm. And we're leading from these places all the time, not knowing that we actually have another nervous system that's available to us, which is our safety state. And there are routes back to getting into that place of safety and communicating and working from there, no matter what chaos is going on around us. And I think that's the energy that you get in that safety state, which is very different to the energy of fight flight where you are, you know, let's just work until we burn out. That's a, it's a different energy. It is an energy that's charismatic, that's authentic, that's exciting, that's compelling, that's not overwhelming in any way. Mm. And I think that's what draws people in when they're in that place. And the work that we do is getting people back into that state of safety um, and playing there. Yeah. Mm. I love the idea of playing. It's playful. It's it has to be playful. playful. And in playing, we can, we can discover, come up with, create amazing things um often probably a lot faster than what we would when we're so hard on ourselves purely because we don't have to redo things seven thousand times but we we get there almost in the first shot yeah um and play is something that you know when we first started talking about this i really wanted to stress as being so important you know, you think of it as the thing that kids get up to. And if you're lucky, you have a, you know, game of mini golf somewhere and you as an adult might get a bit of play. <laughs> but it's... Speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if it, it's actually, you know, in our work, we take it fairly academically. It's like a, this is actually being playful is incredibly important. It is the state of mind where you don't push too hard and you put the right amount of energy in and it is by being playful that's one of the ways in which you access this state of mind mm -hmm. so yeah so working on this should always feel playful um which is another reason why it's so exciting mm -hmm. yeah well this was a little bit of a kickoff today um shall we maybe introduce ourselves oh, that would be good <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so my name is Kim Van Niekirk and I'm a leadership coach and a passionate player with all things mindset in a bid to see people enjoying work a lot more and enjoying being human more. And I am Anne Passas, a neighbour, friend and now colleague <laughs> with Kim and I'm an organisational consultant who has a burning desire for 
transformation, social transformation, and to see this world achieve its playful, beautiful, wonderful place that it can have. Beautiful. Well, we hope to be tuning in uh, for more of these episodes very shortly and uh, look forward to interacting with all of you a bit more in the future. Thanks for listening. Bye.